Welcome to the Pros and Consoles Podcast. I am your host, Nathan Choquette. And to my right over here, um, new name. So this will be the, the first and the final new name for the man known as Michael Ponerero. Oh, yeah. And forevermore shall be known as Sonic's biggest fan, Michael Ponerero. That is the most true statement I've ever heard. <laughs> I mean, it's got to be at this point, right? It's true. Who it's else? True. Who else has a podcast where they talk about Sonic and read from the Sonic Bible every like week? I, I don't mean, think anybody. I don't. Yeah, so I we think can, we can say we have that. I think we've we've officially <laughs> cornered the market on Sonic Bible news. Now, so. all that needs to happen is uh, Paramount. I'm assuming they're the ones that make the movie. Um, needs to send us free Sonic uh, Hedgehog movie tickets. When oh it comes no, out. no, no. So I can cry. I was gonna say. It. I think. I think they've heard you on. <laughs> If, if they're if they're sending tickets for it, I think they've heard that like you are scared of this movie yep. and you don't like what you're hearing, so they're probably just like, well, apparently Sonic's biggest fan isn't going to see this movie, or they just want to prove me wrong. Uh, yeah. too. So they they want to they want to invite Sonic's biggest. That could be disastrous for them. Though. That could be very disastrous. It's like if if you're Sonic's biggest fan and you go and you hate the movie, then everyone else is going to be like, well, I don't need to see it then because it's a risk they might be willing to take. I don't though. think so. <laughs> But people people don't know anything about Sonic movies and things like that coming out. Um, but we are here to talk about video games because this is the Bros and Consoles podcast coming to you each and every weekend. Um, today is Sunday the 21st, mm. and this is episode 21. Oh, what are the chances? Oh, man. Our podcast has turned old <laughs> enough to drink. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of week years, you know. And in the U.S. <laughs> That's true, yeah, yeah. It was old enough to drink in other <laughs> countries in weak years a little while ago. But how you been doing, Michael? Pretty good. Working a lot. Yeah, Like yeah. always. Yeah, like always, man. Making that, making that making kind that of sweet money. Making coffee money. <laughs> that sweet coffee money. <laughs> Are you uh, still making the, the coffee out of money? No, <laughs> you that's totally, right. You totally that's forgot right. about that, didn't you? <laughs> totally forgot about that. Uh, no, we've, uh, we've moved on from that uh, recently. Okay. We don't even use money anymore. Oh, that's crazy. It's just straight coffee. So when people pay us, they have to pay us in coffee beans. Oh, interesting. So it's like they have to buy the coffee beans Mm -hmm. somewhere. It's like olden time merchant days. Man, that sounds way too bizarre. You know what I'm saying? We're Portland, so you know, you got to do weird things. And I specifically use the word bizarre because it's a shopping place. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Puns. So, so, So we have your new name. Yes. Right. And and I'm gonna establish my my new name. And it's mm. we I, I I think the last episode I don't even think I I announced I don't even think I I introduced myself. I just did like my name and then introduced you as something. Okay, yeah. But I was I was thinking of just like going away from it. But so this this will be in case it, we ever like switch roles and you do like the intro the intro stuff. things. So so my name. So and and this is Michael came up with his name obviously, as you guys couldn't tell. <laughs> <laughs> but um the name that i'll be taking is the trophy titan that's a that's a fair one yeah i feel like it's 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 about as fair as sonic's biggest fan you yeah know? <laughs> like, that's 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 equal ground yeah i'm not i'm not saying the the number one trophy getter because i'm clearly not yeah, you're just a you trophy know? titan but i am a trophy titan there's multiple titans so. there's a lot of titans you know <laughs> but I'm, I'm working my way up and killing titans as i go oh my god but um now these are real gonna be qu- our uh ps and names oh man i have to check to see if that's even a <laughs> that would actually be a great name to change it to i would <laughs> totally do that but I, I almost guarantee it's it's taken 
I assume you're looking it up right now, right? You you continue. Yeah. Um, Real quick, so while Michael looks that up, a little bit of housekeeping. So as you guys know, um, you guys are welcome to write in to brosandconsoles at gmail.com if you have any questions, comments, or feedback that's just burning a hole in your throat. (laughs) I was going to say pocket, but that's not where (laughs) you put questions. Um, Other than that, a little bit of uh, corrections from last week. And I think... One of these, I think one of these definitely from last week. The other one might have been two weeks ago, although I think it was also last week. Okay. Um, first one, so when we were talking about uh, Sly Cooper, uh, Thieves in Time, mm-hmm. so that is the fourth Sly game. Okay. When I went and checked in and stuff because I was looking at trophies. Mm-hmm. Of course. Hence Trophy Titan. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the other one, um, the game Our World Has Ended, I, I think I might have said that it was a um, game that I thought was developed by P-Cube. And um, I believe it was actually Spike Chunsoft instead of PQ. Oh, okay. Similar, like, both of those companies do these types of, like, Japanese anime slash, like, like elements of romance in the game kind of thing and stuff. Right. So, yeah. But that's, that's I think that's pretty much the only stuff. And so why don't we just move from there right into segment one, Michael. What are you playing? Before we get into that segment. Oh, yeah. I did find the Trophy Titan. Oh, okay, okay. He is I a profile. Now, is it PSN. just is it just Trophy Titan no, or is it the, the Trophy, trophy titan? titan? Okay, because I don't want to be the Trophy Titan. I will be okay. Trophy Titan. Well, the Trophy Titan is taken. Okay, okay. I'll have to, I'll have to look this up then. But, or uh, you just look it up now. But what do you, what, what have you been playing, Michael? I've been playing um, a couple games. Okay. I'll save the best for last. Uh-huh. Uh, I've been playing uh, the Yakuza six game. Jump back into that one. Uh-huh. You know, trying to do all the side missions before I actually beat the game because I'm yeah. at that point where, if I continue on to the main story, it's the final boss. So. Uh, yeah, singing those songs of life. Yes, yeah, singing those songs of life. Yeah. Trying to prevent that as long as I can. Yeah. yeah. Um, I jumped into Cave Story Plus again on the Switch. Oh, okay. Okay. And that was fun. It's a very frustrating game because i die a lot <laughs> yeah. as you can tell i'm great at platformers but you um, love them you love those platformers. i do i do love them. i was thinking yeah. about having my name the platformer king uh, i was like no that's just too long even though sonic's number one yeah, biggest fan is even longer that's even longer but okay <laughs> that's okay um i also played sly cooper and yeah and the thievius raccoonus and Platinum a bit. Heck yeah. Boom. That's a what, number Just, number five? Is that it? Yeah, number five. Heck yeah, Michael. I did that like you. three hours ago. Yeah. <laughs> we we were what well, we were gonna record like as time now is like seven eleven. So we were gonna be recording like seven ish hours ago. Mm-hmm. And then ended up um going out for like a Easter I guess it was like a early dinner, late lunch kind of thing. And so that gave that gave you enough time to finish the platinum off because I was like Michael, we're now we're not recording for another few hours. You have time to do it. <laughs> it took all those couple hours because I kept dying. Oh, man, it's okay though. Freaking annoying, but it was a fun game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another like another Cooper. platformer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like the Sly Cooper games. Yeah, yeah. Now are you gonna go and play two and three mm-hmm. next? Because yeah. I have them, so I might as well. Yeah, I don't yeah. know if I'll platinum those ones because they look a little harder. Uh, two, I think I could do, but three gets on the. Same level as four, like and very specific things you got to do. I'm like, ah, and okay, okay. All right, we'll 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 wait to see we'll how see. that goes. Then <laughs> you're just gonna slowly climb aboard that platinum train. You know? Oh man, very very slowly. 
The train's moving slow. You know, it's it's, no, it's no, going it's out of the station move. real it's, close. It's right at the station. It's just yeah, waiting for yeah. passengers to get on. Yeah, yeah. There's five people on right now. Yeah, but then that's why. It's, you, you just go punch a ticket, and you're just on the train oh, God. You know, before you know it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, what about you, though? Um, so played played several games. Um, played some a little bit of Shovel Knight. So I was, I think, I don't remember if it was on the show or just us talking, but... Um, the plan was to platinum Shovel Knight as my 150th one, mm-hmm. and haven't haven't like gone through the entire thing yet. Just because I was like, okay, like I was I was gonna try and finish it off this morning, and I was like, ah, no, it's not enough time mm-hmm. before like recording and stuff, and then brunch, everything happened. Um, but played some of that, so I've gone through I think a few bosses in there. The only thing I have left is the um, speed run trophy. So okay. it's like beating the game in under an hour and a half. Oh my god! Yeah, a little bit of a nightmare. Yeah, um, <laughs> more than a little bit. I feel like. Yeah, because I think I think I've I've played through the game. I want to say like three times now. I think the first time was just playing through it normal. Um, the time the two times after that were trying to do the speed run, and I think I missed the first time by like five something minutes. Okay. And the second time by like three something minutes. That would just be yeah. So it's a little demoralizing. It's a little infuriating when that happens, oh, but no. it just means I'm not like fast enough with the stuff. Right. Got to got to learn those speedrunner strats. You know, <laughs> that's the lingo. Oh, God. <laughs> um, besides that, I played um, the game that we talked about last week, Iron Snout, on yeah. the the PSN drop, and that I totally. Did. I know we talked about this out of podcast. I totally nailed it. It's another game published by Ratalika Games, mm. so they just they just keep putting out those those gems, you know. Which is weird. I saw it on the Nintendo Switch store. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, huh? Maybe they. I. They, I think they they are. So okay, I'm gonna I'm, I'll talk a little bit about Ratalika Games just because I learned a little bit about them over the week. Uh-huh. Um, so I went to go like look because I wanted to see if it was by them in general and right. found a list of games that they have like um, essentially like published. Um, so basically from, from what things look like they're they're mainly a publishing company, right? Um, they have, they do a whole lot of ports so that they think they only have like two or three games that are not ports and then everything else has been ported. So it's, it's probably like, I'm going to assume probably like phone game kind of things that have been ported over to, um, or PC games that have been ported over to, um, the consoles. Okay. Um, whole bunch of like easy platinum ones and those are like way more recent games that they've they've ported over um but actually like surprising there's there's a few games in there that actually look like real like decent games one of them um do you remember the game stay so it's uh it's it's i don't remember the i don't remember the um developer right now it's a real small like development team um i think i met i met one of the developers at pax and talked with them a little bit um, real, real nice guy. Oh, oh, Remember stay. The, stay. Yeah. So it's like yeah. you, you are talking to a guy who is like in, like he wakes up in like an unknown place and you have to like make a like connection with him and kind of like talk him through things that he's doing and stuff. Mm-hmm. Real, really good, interesting game. Um, but apparently they published that game when it came to consoles and stuff. That's cool. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, so they're not just doing these, like, little dumb, like, platinum games. Like, they're doing, like, legitimate games as well in there. It's just all, like, indie kind of things. Yeah, I've seen their logo with the dog and the... Yeah, and the cat, the cat sitting on top. And 
I'm, I'm looking. They have, I'm on their site with their all their games. They also did a uh, mm-hmm. one more dungeon port. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Because I remember you played that a mm-hmm. bunch, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. I I, I forgot to mention that one too there. But yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, yeah. So that's like, I was thinking. I was like, hey, they have a bunch of like good things in here. They've just also got a bunch of like easy platinum kind of mm-hmm. games. And I'm sure like I'm sure they're publishing like company like the people in charge of all that stuff they probably are talking with like the developers that they work with oh yeah and like telling them like okay if you guys are going to port it over like put in easy trophies for this game as well because you'll also be able to sell more copies that way like they they know what's going on right right you know there's people who play their game for trophies yeah yeah so they they understand the the extra business aspect of it so mm-hmm. yeah it's it's really really cool that they're they're kind of like they've got a much wider like spread of things than i thought that they originally had yeah but, that's really cool yeah yeah so did the platinum on that a few times um played some of uh, falcon age mm-hmm. on the the vr so I busted out the vr headset How was that? Played a little bit of that it's pretty fun that's cool yeah i was um i guess i, I didn't really didn't really know like what to expect and stuff as i was playing it um if you're playing in vr i think you can either choose to do it um, movement based where you actually control the movement with your like thumbstick kind of thing okay or you can do it um like the point and like teleport kind of like um movement which i think is generally easier for people who have a hard time in in Mm. vr so it's like that way you're not yeah because that way you're not you're not doing the pretend motion and then you get the kind of like vr like effect where you stop moving and your body like feels like it keeps moving and stuff mm-hmm. or like the the head bob that can kind of make people like yeah yeah like motion sick um but played a little bit of that um what's it called after that one um i think actually the the biggest biggest news that i played inside this week um played titan souls Oh, yeah. And I finally beat Titan Souls. Nice. Man, is there a platinum part or is it just? There is, yeah, there's a okay. platinum. So I've, I I think I'm at like like 42% of the trophies right now because a bunch of the ones left over are like golds and like oh, silvers. Yeah. So that's going to be Harder. like big jumps in the, the stuff. But um, didn't, didn't realize because I hadn't played it in so long that um, – when you so a really really cool thing when you play the game right you you play it through um each time you find a new boss right because it's basically just a um boss rush kind of game mm-hmm. um each time you find a new boss there's like characters across the screen and you can't read it because it's in some kind of unknown language right it's like uh it's not hieroglyphics but it looks like a pictographic kind of like language um, and then when you get to the end of the game, if you have fought all of the Titans and, and killed all of them, then when you finish the game, there's a like final, um, like secret boss that you can oh. fight. And if you beat that one, you gain the knowledge of like all these like runes in the language. And so if you play the game through again, now you can see what the language says and it like tells like a story inside of like the the second playthrough yeah so it's super super interesting i'm gonna have to go through it i think like probably a couple more times for the the platinum just because there's there's hard mode and there's uh something called iron mode which i believe iron mode is like uh like a one one death ends the run kind of thing so it's gonna be an adventure man you have fun with that (laughs) (laughs) i actually i actually really enjoy titan souls so even though I'll be, I'll probably be infuriated with this like iron <laughs> yeah. mode kind of thing. It'll, 
it should be pretty fun. Oh my god. Um, then played um, a little bit of Horizon Zero Dawn. Okay. Went yeah. into the Sorry. Frozen Wilds DLC. Mm-hmm. So I'd played some previously, and then kind of like fell out playing other things, and um, decided to go back into it because I'm tired of looking at that incomplete <laughs> trophy <laughs> percentage on there. Right. Um, so I. I think the first time I went back to the DLC, once like the DLC came out and everything, um, I was definitely out of practice with like the the movements and controlling oh, wow. Aloy and stuff. And yeah, getting back into it now, like I think playing several hours and stuff um, recently, now I'm kind of like back in the control scheme and how to like effectively take down these machines mm-hmm. because it's like when you go to the DLC um, um, for Horizon, the new enemies are like way stronger than like the enemies and like the previous thing because i was at max level when i finished the game right and the new area opens it up i think by like another 10 levels oh okay so you have you have a higher level cap but also the monsters are stronger so yeah it's really really interesting though and it's got a cool like whole like um extra story thing going on in there mm, it was cool seeing it on the being played again yeah yeah because how much i missed it yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna and eventually go back through it again um just because there are new game plus um trophies oh yeah so i'm gonna have to play through the game not have to but i'm gonna play through the game again um for for that stuff so it'll be i feel like i might save that for closer to the time when um horizon zero dawn 2 or whatever they decide to call it comes out that's fair yeah because the did you 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 heard that they had um something that had been leaked that that the game i mean obviously i think everyone knew that a sequel was going to happen eventually but details leaked um, i think earlier this week about horizon zero dawn 2 like being like actually like being worked on and whatnot oh i i let you say i think i saw one of the voice actresses or some or something on twitter Mm -hmm. i think i saw through like troy break or something he's like she said you'll be wowed by yeah one way by horizon zero dawn 2 yeah yeah that's why it's like it's like oh okay. I mean it's like I don't think it's a sec- it's a secret that like everyone didn't like expect them to have yeah. something coming because obviously there was the cliffhanger at the end of the first game. Um, but now we have like actual like actual so confirmation kind of thing, which it's is exciting. Cool. Yeah, so I might I might save my new game plus playthrough for closer to when it releases then. Um, then let's see, uh, three more. So I played some Chasm, which okay, is like I the indie yeah. kind of like procedurally generated dungeon crawling kind of thing mm-hmm. um not really dungeon crawling but it's like 2d dungeon crawling kind of stuff right right um played a little bit of that and played a little bit of kingdoms of amalur reckoning oh yeah yeah did that feel good it did feel good <laughs> it felt surprisingly good yeah so i i booted it up um i could have i think jumped back into my old save Oh, and so i was just long. like nope i'm just gonna start from the beginning yeah and so i i just started a new character I think i played like a couple hours of it and i'm like okay i have to go to bed but i'm gonna play some more of this later <laughs> they, they need to do like an hd version of it i know or they just have to two. like thq nordic That's please right, they please me. just make a an hd version oh, of this game so good oh man so it is so good do you still did you have it on ps3 yeah and in, in digital mm-hmm. oh man okay we should yeah, we should play it that, yeah. we should we should side by side tv just do this like the old days <laughs> <laughs> just like the old days <laughs> And the last one, or actually, sorry, last two, because I didn't write the other, I didn't act, write the actual last one down. Um, played a little bit more of The Messenger. Okay. Um, I was playing that, like, early this morning. Um, and then 
got to a certain area and like stopped the game because I, I think I think you had just come out of um, your room and like the bathroom and stuff. Oh, so then okay. I was like, okay, I gotta shut this off because I don't know where Michael is in the messenger and I don't want to spoil it for you. I just beat the Giants. Oh, okay. Um, Kolos and Susus. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm I'm a little bit further then. So that's why I was just like, okay, I'll shut it off just in case. Let you play through that. So it's not like spoiled stuff. Right. That's that's like the best way is mm-hmm. if you don't know anything about it and you go and play it. Um, but the actual last one happened. Um, I guess now it'd be like a few hours ago. Um, I played about very short amount of time. Um, it was right after eating about like 20 minutes or so of Katana Zero oh, on the Switch. Heard good things about oh, it. Oh, it's is so it, it good, good, Michael. Really good? Okay. It's so good. I've been tempted to buy it. Oh, man. If Yeah, if you get it, you will not be disappointed. Oh, okay. So the... I'll just kind of lay the scene for you, right? Like, obviously, first area, you have to... It's teaching you how to play the game and stuff. Right. Um, but when you get... After it's done with the tutorial stuff, you start your actual first level. And as soon as he enters the level, like, on the mission and stuff, he stops, and you can't control him yet. He stops in the beginning. He, like, puts in some kind of, like, headphones or starts some kind of music thing. And at the bottom, it shows, like, the track and, like, who it's by and stuff. And it's basically, like, him, like, listening to, like, like, what, what is that? Uh, Techno? It's, like, what is, what's, not, 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 like, the type of music, but what is, like, the music called when people listen to, like, pregame music kind of thing? You know, okay, like, yeah. uh, like kind of, like, to get yourself, like, amped Pumped up and whatnot. Up and stuff, yeah. yeah, so it's, like, he's listening to, like, pregame, like, techno kind of music as he's, like, about to, like, plan out his, like attack on this like level and whatnot and it's super cool okay i'm gonna have to i'm gonna think of that game yeah oh my gosh man <laughs> so good but yeah I, I played only a little bit of that because we didn't have much time to play much much else but mm-hmm. very very fun so far all right now michael we're gonna move from those super fun video games okay. into some super fun news and we call that the broken year report down out now That's weird. That song. What was that? What was was, that song? uh, Um, by uh, "Bleed for Me" by oh, it's the guys who do saliva. Saliva. Wow, man, that's an old band. I haven't heard that song forever, but for some reason that popped in my head for some reason. (laughs) There you go, man. Just roll with it. It's a good song. Oh my gosh! Don't sue us. Trying to remember saliva. They did. uh, Did they? Do a... Here comes the boom. Yeah, okay. I was like, I thought yeah. they did a, a song for like some kind of wrestling. It was either yeah. a wrestling game or wrestling. I, I, I think I, it was a game, wasn't it? Oh, no. It might have been for a game too, but I know they did it for The Longest Yard also. Oh, the, the Adam okay, okay. Movie. Yeah, because I want to say, I think they did... Yeah, because I think some game I played on either the 360 mm-hmm. or the original mm-hmm. Xbox that was like a wrestling game, I think Here Comes the Boom was in there as like a track or something oh really i think that's where i first like heard it from because i've never seen the longest yard oh not here comes the boom click click boom yeah but sorry that's yeah, it yeah yeah click uh, click boom click click boom oh. yeah oh man so that's a super throwback good old days man <laughs> <laughs> but so we've got a total of let's see seven items on the opinion report this Ooh. week so first one and i mean it's not in in retrospect not like huge news because everyone was kind of expecting it eventually right. but really cool news 
Um, PS5 details have finally surfaced mm-hmm. thanks to good old Mark Cerny, and I think an interview on The Wired or something. Oh, okay. Um, I love Mark Cerny. He's a he's. It, it's funny because I think ever since the first time I heard him in like conferences, like talking about the PS4 and stuff, I can always like hear his voice in my head now, and I can like when when I was hearing people talk about. Um, quotes he had talked about for the ps5 i could hear his voice in my head oh, as really? if he was saying it and i'm just like oh man mark cerny what a guy him. i can't picture him um skinny dude he's got like um i wouldn't say like bowl cut hair but it's like that kind of hair that like comes down in the front he's got glasses i tend to forget white we guy computers in front of us yeah I mean, yeah you can just look it up too <laughs> mark cerny mark cerny uh, c-e-r-n-y i believe okay continue um, though but yeah real real cool guy so, uh, yeah, and you just looked at it. Yeah. Knack. Just, yeah. just remember Knack yeah. whenever you think of Mark Cerny. <laughs> but, um, so, PS5 news has finally come out. Um, I got this from Michael McWhorter on Polygon. Um, but, real real interesting kind of things, and I find it interesting just because I like hearing about um, specs. specs and stuff. I'm not, like, super into the the flops and all those kind of things but but i do enjoy like hearing information about the systems yeah even even when they um had the first i think reveal for the ps4 and it was like a tech show kind of thing it wasn't like they were showing games and stuff Mm -hmm. it was like they were just like we can put like a million items on the screen and then drop them all and then the physics will stay there and i'm just like oh this is great i love this kind of stuff (laughs) but um uh, big news, though, that I was super excited about is that um, in the so they they talked about how the PS5, which we assume is going to be the name, mm-hmm. um, will have um, support for 8K graphics. I was like, I didn't even know 8K I, was a thing. I didn't either. That's, Where's that's, the six? I mean, yeah, they just go straight <laughs> from four to eight. You know, they just got to double it. Come on, <laughs> um, no one wants those like half yeah, steps. Apparently not. <laughs> but um, the the biggest part there, though, and it's in part of the. Um, kind of like subtitle of Michael's story is that um, PS4 games are going to be backward compatible Mm. with the PS5, which I'm just like, thank goodness. I can't, I can't lose another (laughs) backlog of things. That is really cool. I hope, I hope it comes to the point, not to the point, but there's, they also are able to like do backwards compatible for like PS3 and And it's never going to happen. Like it's just because of the way the PS3 was made Uh. with like the cell, cell processor and stuff. Like, that's the whole reason they don't play on the PS4 is because the cell processor is too hard to, like, emulate and stuff. It sucks. Yeah, so it's just like, yeah. But, I mean, if if I lose the PS3 games, it's fine. I still have my PS3. Mm-hmm. And it, it works as well as my PS4 at this point. Right. Um, because the PS4 has been slowing down a lot. Oh, no. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> but um, all it needs to do is hold out for another, like, year. year and then, <laughs> let's say year and a half if it's, like, winter time of 2020. But as long as it holds out till then, I'll be good. Because then I can backwards compat my PS4 games onto the PS5. PS5 and then oh. put your PS4 to rest. Like yeah. on a shelf. I'll send it <laughs> send it out on a on a boat. Shoot a flaming arrow. Oh god, don't give it give it a Vikings funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But yeah, I think that's that's the that's some of the, the biggest news. Um one other thing that is actually really cool that they talked about um specs wise is that uh, the PS5 is going to have a solid state drive and like I'm super into the whole like solid state versus um the like hard drives that have like the RPMs and stuff, right? Um the one so it's either 
difference do you know what a solid state drive is nope okay so so for people who don't know what solid state (laughs) is um in computers right and um you can either have a basically like a hard drive that has like a moving unit inside of it and that's where you get like the um rpms rotations per minute i believe okay and higher means faster for those types of hard drives um for solid state they're pretty much always faster and they have way less likelihood of breaking down because there's no moving parts inside of it. Oh. Hence the solid state. That's right? cool. Okay. Yeah. So makes it way faster and way less likely to break. like burn out and break and stuff. So all good news. And yeah. when they talked about the um, speed in terms of the PS5 versus PS4, I think they used um, Spider-Man as the example I I there. Remember seeing something on this? Yeah. So they used Spider-Man as the example. And I hadn't really thought about it. Um, they talked about how on the PS4 you can only get Spider-Man to go so fast because of the like speed processing on the PS4. Mm-hmm. Like it only handle like a certain amount. But on the PS5, um, when they were assumedly like using it on there and testing it on there, um, you could be you could play a Spider-Man, but it actually felt like you were whipping through the city because of how fast you oh, can really? go now. Right, it's like it's like the the game hasn't changed much, but the fact that the PS5 can keep up with things so much faster uh, means that you can move Spider-Man through the city faster, and it actually oh. feels like you're like zooming by buildings. It already felt pretty fast. I didn't yeah. I didn't really notice it being slow on the PS4, but um, that makes it sound really fast. And then also, um, I think they said in terms of like loading time, um, they said it was like. Yeah. Like 10, 15, I'm kind of guess, guesstimating right now. Like something like 10, 15 seconds to load up. Um, I think it was like a fast travel kind of thing or something. Um, load up from like a fast travel in the game. Mm-hmm. And I believe when they did it on the soon to be like PS5 kind of stuff, um, it was like less than a second. Oh, dang. Yeah. So that's, that's super nice. exciting. Load <laughs> times are are the bane of every video game's existence. Yep, yep. And I know I know there's been people talking about how like they think that load times will probably still be about the same because like what's called um, PS5 games will probably be much more like complex mm-hmm. in terms of like being like made and whatnot. But I think just like the idea of being able to have like even shorter load times sounds nice. really exciting. And I'm just like, well. I'll, I'll wait and see what it looks like, but if it's if it's what it sounds like, it sounds great. That's the encouraging. That's yeah, for sure. Very encouraging. But I think I was gonna I was gonna ask in terms of um, PS Five kind of stuff. What are you What are you most excited about for a new console? Honestly, I don't. I've never been like one to like really focus on like the the hardware of the console. Yeah. Yeah. As long as it plays the games that I want to play, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't think of a time that I've been really, like... Only, like, I feel like the game looks really nice and stuff. And mm-hmm. as you as as you can tell before, I never had a a uh, separate hard drive for my consoles beforehand. Or never, like, really oh, worried about, yeah, like, storage yeah. or anything until recently. Yeah. So, as long as it is does as well as the PS4 does and has cooler features like that, I'll be happy. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Heck yeah. 
like and i think for me like the the biggest thing was the backwards compatibility yeah and that's i was nice and i'm not i'm not being like greedy like i'm sure a lot of people are just like give me everything yeah but for me it's just like ps4 stuff because i have so much ps4 <laughs> like games i'm just like come on i need stuff. i need to be able to play these also on the next oh, one. Oh my god but yeah i think that would be like a super huge like factor in buying in like right away kind of mm-hmm. thing yeah along with price of course price comparing yeah, that's, that's with a, that's like xbox one. and stuff but if it's if it's around like 300 then it'll be fine I oh 300 <laughs> y'all you that's a pipe dream Michael. <laughs> <a> huge pipe dream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think if if they were if they are able to keep the 400 that's that's nice. probably like the best option mm-hmm. um if they were to go up to 500 i'd probably still be okay with that yeah I think by that time I should have some kind of money income coming in. So yeah, I think that that's I would. I mean, because Xbox survived when it came out as five hundred. Mm-hmm. I don't think it lowered for quite a while to to get down to like the level of PS4 and stuff. Right. And granted, like they they haven't been the top for a while now, um, in terms of like console like selling and whatnot. But mm-hmm. I still think it's five hundred is like a decent kind of thing, and depending on. Um, what's it called a lot of uh solid state drives in computers when you get just like new like laptops and stuff um if you compare like the size of the hard drive that's kind of like found in the computers um versus like the ones with like the regular hard drive discs um solid states are generally i think the most the most times i see it it's like 256 gigabytes and then whereas like a similarly priced um, laptop with a regular hard drive will have something like a terabyte in it. Okay. So it's like a difference of about like four four times um, as like four times smaller than like a regular hard drive mm-hmm. um, for similar pricing kind of thing. But in terms of like speed, I think that's still, I would still go with a solid state if I could. Yeah. So I think looking at it like that, if they were to go with a larger solid state kind of hard drive, with a larger like memory and whatnot, then it would probably bring up the price to maybe like the five hundred kind of range right. and stuff. I don't, I, I don't, I don't know if I would buy it right away. Yeah, you you didn't wrong. even buy a PS4 no, right away. Yeah, I waited a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Did you wait for like a, like price drop kind of thing or like holiday <laughs> sales kind of stuff like think, bundles or something? I think I actually don't remember how I got the PS4. I don't know if my parents got it for Christmas for me uh, or I actually bought it. Because I know yeah. you had you got it first. Yeah, and yeah. You had it for a little bit, and then I got it, but I I don't remember. Mm. Yeah, because I remember getting it right before heading home for the holidays. I think back in, geez, was it really 2011? Is that when it was? No, that's too long no. ago. Twenty, sorry, twenty. Twenty twelve. Twenty thirteen. I think twenty thirteen sounds yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, if it was twenty thirteen, we like two years before you left. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, twenty thirteen then. If I got it then, yeah, then it would have been around, like, November or, like, early December time before mm-hmm. I came back for the holidays. But, yeah, yeah, so. No, we'll see. Yeah, we'll have to, have to hope, and I'm going to, I'll be excited for whenever they, like, finally do come out with some kind of, like, announcement, announcement for kind. it. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just waiting for something from Sony. Come on, guys. <laughs> come on. They're very tight-chested right now. Digested. Close to the chest. There. Oh, yeah, there you go. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like they're having a heart attack or something. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, jeez. Hopefully not. Um, but yeah, that's what I got for for that one. Um, going on into number two, 
Um, did you hear about the um, Notre Dame um, fire stuff that kind of happened? Yes. Over the week. Mm-hmm. So. Notre Dame. Yeah. Yeah, for, for, yeah. First of all, like really, really sad kind of like thing in in general. But um, interesting thing that during the week when it like only the only reason I found out about it is because I. I think during the week I typed in video game news and the the Notre Dame fire came on and I was like, what the heck? Like, why is this video game news? <laughs> um, but interestingly, the um, the news story was from Boston Twenty Five News um, by Natalie Dreyer, mm-hmm. and the the whole reason it popped up is because of um, the game Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh, so the one that yeah. was set in in France, right? Yes. Um, because of the setting and the um, developers working what's called um working around like paris and like france in general for so long Mm -hmm. um they had really like meticulously kind of like mapped out the actual like church itself and so the the idea in the story is that um the develop i don't know if it's the developers or just like the um like the the art and stuff that they use to make Assassin's Creed Unity mm-hmm. um, sounds like it could be helpful in restoring the church awesome. itself. And I was like, heck yeah, man, that's super cool. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm kind of sad that that if it doesn't get rebuilt, people would never be able to see it again. Yeah, I, I think that's the one of the things I was reading, or we learned in one of my history classes. Mm-hmm. But the Notre Dame is one of the architectural mysteries. Mm. to historians and other people because they don't know exactly for sure how they built it in a in that uh, certain way and stuff yeah yeah which is a shame they had a lot of it burned now yeah but yeah that's really cool though to hear that yeah yeah i was just like okay good good job good mm-hmm. job assassin's creed <laughs> job, go, go save history <laughs> they've been they've been writing they've been making video games about history and now they can actually use it to save history you know mm-hmm. so pretty Thank pretty good stuff gosh <laughs> Um, that's just kind of a smaller, like, shout-out kind of thing. Um, number three, though, um, there was an interesting story over on, um, The Verge this week, and basically what it was kind of talking about is that, um, there has been some people recently working with, um, AI, so, like, artificial intelligence kind of things. Did you see this? I, th- I think heard so. about it? I think so, but continue. I, I don't okay. know if it's the same thing. Okay, okay. Um, but... They were apparently using AIs to um, kind of like up-res older video games, mm. and I was kind of I was I, I saw it and I was like, "Whoa, this sounds super interesting!" So I went to go kind of like read into it a little bit more. Um, the article itself is super interesting. Um, I don't remember if I said it. Um, came by uh, James Vincent on The Verge, um, but he's kind of going into detail about the people that have kind of done these things so like the the first like picture they have on there is um from final fantasy 7 mm-hmm. so I, I don't know i'm looking at that i'm like okay it already looks it looks a little bit better yeah i don't know if this is just from like ai kind of stuff or if it's just from the um what's it called the ps4 version that's available right now right but um they have i think a couple videos on here one of them i was watching for a while just because um it's one of my favorite games uh, morrowind mm-hmm. so elder scrolls 3 yep. so i was looking at that and i was like wow man this looks pretty crazy because that game is very old at this point um <laughs> came out in 2002 it's not aged well so 17 years ago yeah and yeah it, it even back then it didn't look like amazing yeah um but it was super fun and now like looking at 
the kind of like enhanced textures and stuff, I was like, okay, yeah, I can see that it's definitely looking more like a like a current game kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like it kind of brings it up to, I feel like the the level of um, Elder Scrolls Four Oblivion. Yeah, a little bit. So it kind of brings it up to to that kind of standard. I'm like, that's a pretty like Big sizable jump. jump. Um, and then one of the other cool ones was a. Um, it's called. It's a Twitter picture that's kind of in the story, and it's basically um, a character from, uh, or like a enemy from Doom. And you can see like the like pixelation on the left, and it's like a side by side kind of thing. So you see like the real pixelated version of the enemy originally, and then kind of like the enhancements made by the the AI algorithm on the right, and it's just like smoothed it out. It looks like it's been done like by a person kind of thing. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, this is really like crazy to see that this is kind of what like AI can like help with in Mm -hmm. video games. Um, And I thought the one last thing for it, I thought the interesting way that they did it is that um, so apparently they they teach the AI by showing them um, like millions of like low resolution images in like games and millions of um, high res images. And like over time, the the like program can like figure out what looks like a like low resolution and then fix it to look more like high resolution and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, man, this is so complicated and crazy, but I, it, it seems like it's working. It, it does. And going off that mm-hmm. there, I just came across this in the article. It said, um, because the output from the AI upscaling algorithm, algorithm, algorithms mm-hmm. tend to introduce a lot of noise says Hidfan. I'm assuming that's the guy. Oh yeah, a lot of manual editing is still required. Yeah, the same yeah. is true when it comes to visuals for the characters and enemy. Hitfan says that cleaning up just a single monster takes between five to fifteen hours, yeah, yeah. depending on how complex their animation is. Yeah, dang, yeah. we have the technology to do these <laughs> things, but it still takes a long freaking time. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's like, I feel like that it's got to shave off like a whole bunch of oh, time yeah. compared to just like doing it from scratch kind for of thing. sure. So. I mean, maybe maybe we'll see some of this stuff being used in the future for ports of, of other games that maybe. are old and being brought in. Um, Sonic Adventure One. <laughs> yeah. So I was gonna ask you. Um, so I know you just you just alluded to Sonic Adventure One. Was that the what right? game would you want? Yeah, I was, I was gonna I was gonna ask like what what kind of games or just say like a besides Sonic Adventure One since you already said it. Um, what other kind of like old games do you think that you you would hope they'd be able to bring? Into to current consoles using this kind of stuff. Sonic Adventure Two. Do you like Sonic Adventure Two? I like it better than one. Oh, wait, why was did on you my say list? one first? Because it was the first one that came to my head. Because oh, it's okay. older. <laughs> but uh, other games, then uh, I'm trying to think of. Well, there was a, a yeah. game that I would really like. There was a game on the Dreamcast called Fur Fighters. Fur Fighters. Fur Fighters. Wow. I've never heard of this. Yeah, it was it was a game me and my sister would play all the time. Oh, and okay, your okay. your different animals. You could be a dragon, a dog, a cat. There are other ones I can't think of any, mm. but you had like guns, and each animal oh, had, wow. each animal had a certain type of gun and power ups, and you just go around. It was like kind of like a, um, what's a kind of like Halo, but just yeah. Wait, was this was game it, on anything else besides the Dreamcast? Because um, this actually sounds kind of familiar. I never had a Dreamcast. Let's see. It says it looks like Why? PS2. Why does this sound? Play, yeah, PlayStation 2, Dreamcast, and Microsoft Windows. Did you have a PS2? Um, I didn't have a PS2. Maybe I played it on a friend's PS2. Maybe. I might have been the only, because I think that's the only PlayStation that I didn't have was the number two. Oh, this game was, it was so much fun. Oh, it sounds really familiar, that's why. Mm-hmm. I, 
Wow, weird. Yeah. That would that would be that and Toy Commander. Oh yeah, you and your Toy Commander. <laughs> I'm still 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 crying <laughs> my sleep from that day you said it was on the Xbox. What was Game that Best. one? Was it Toy Soldier it was or like, something? It was something like that, Toy Soldier or something. Yeah. yeah. Very very sad day. <laughs> oh man. The the funny mistakes and mishaps oh, that happen here. Gosh. Yeah, those those would be my first ones that come to my head. Oh, okay, okay. I'm sure there's other ones, but oh yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch out. of old games, but yeah, I think for me, I think the first one I thought of was um, what's it called a uh, Golden Sun, and I know we've we've talked about that on previous episodes and yeah. stuff, but then Golden Sun's a big one. Um, I think another one that would be cool is um, what's it called? Um, I mean, I never really got to see what um, Zelda and the Ocarina of Time looked like on the like hd version that i think was put on what was it like the the wii or wii u or something oh, okay i yeah, never got to see yeah. that one but um i mean having having the ocarina of time on the switch would be awesome that would be really cool or the, the ps4 trophies that's super <laughs> unlikely <laughs> now i'm super i'm super like confused because like how how unlikely are these things you know because what was it um i think i think it was earlier this week where news came out that octopath traveler was coming to the pc oh so like that's that's a like very like nintendo branded game and i think it's published by nintendo right obviously it's from square enix but yeah it's published by nintendo now right and so but it's coming to the pc and so like i'm like well so can it can it also now, come to <laughs> i'm like can it also come to the playstation like, like even, even if it came to the xbox i would buy that'd be it cool yeah you know it's 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 like we said before playstation is is uh um edo period japan oh jeez, no they are walled off from everybody <laughs> else <laughs> yeah but but the i think the thing that we need to remember though is once the new like generation comes around all these things can be rewritten in an instant that's true so let's hope if they're if they're freaking falling off their game <laughs> over there then that's all that's going to matter and when an xbox comes and takes it back again that's true because even even if people are are on the ps four side right now it doesn't mean they're going to stay on the ps4 side because i changed from 360 to ps4 you did when it came around and i could easily do it again if i need to it's true <laughs> just depends on how everyone's playing Whatever ball and stuff the best games and other stuff <laughs> yeah best deals best games you know mm-hmm. but i mean that's, that's the thing too is like back when it was going from what's it called um the 360 to ps4 i wasn't looking at like which one has the the best games i was looking at like what's the most affordable like yeah. deal for me and stuff and what looks like it's going to be like the most gamer friendly yeah. and at the time it was playstation but lately microsoft has been like way more gamer friendly than than sony has been yeah it's true so i don't know we'll man we'll see coming months yeah i i love a good shakeup oh, yeah. when when people change places and stuff of course. and i kind of like i kind of hope that that they change places because i miss old sony and i'm saying old sony as in like ps4 early era sony mm, yeah because i miss them actually like competing and stuff yeah, and trying right. to do good <laughs> things rather than like currently where it's just been like hey guys we're pulling out of e3 don't worry about it we're not in that fan show anymore i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> oh, oh man so that's 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 that i forgot what the original conversation we were talking about was just the now. verge and, and oh that's right the yeah. graphics <laughs> <laughs> wow wow very very tangent there oh, geez. um actually maybe not so tangent um because the next one i've got 
Um, number four has to do with Sony in general. And there was, um, I think where I saw it on, it might've been on the, um, when I was looking at the drop for this week, mm-hmm. um, I opened up another like story that was kind of on the sidebar there. And apparently they're making a, um, God of War documentary. Yeah. yeah you saw that? I saw that. So, um, it's going to be called Raising Kratos. And I'm just super interested oh, to see God, anything so about this because, yeah. um, like Corey, Corey Barlog, um, is such an interesting and like so genuine cool. guy. Oh yeah. I just, I want to, I want to learn like all the behind the scenes things for God of War's making. I remember I went into after when I was playing God of War, I was like, oh man, this is amazing. I want to know everything about it. Yeah. yeah. And I went on like YouTube and stuff and looked up like things from like GameStop, not GameStop, GameSpot and Game Informer. They had like kind of like behind the scenes stuff Uh, of the making. mm -hmm. They showed the actors and they were like interviewing people who make the game. Like, oh, this is so cool. It'd be awesome if they make like a full fledged like behind the scenes thing. Yep. And now we're getting it. it. (laughs) Man. Because if this, even if this is like an hour long, oh, then I, I'm it. like, that's, that's, that's great. Yeah. Like if you can make it longer than an hour, do it and I'll mm-hmm. watch the whole thing. But I'm just, I'm super interested in like the whole like making of this because I, I really love their studio and all the things they've been doing. I agree. But. I want to be Corey Barlog. <laughs> I just want to be him. I just want to be him. Let me be the Barlog. <laughs> but um, there was a really, really cool quote at the top of this story. Um, by Corey Barlog, and this is um, doubt is the demon that lives in the ear of every person in this industry. When he's talking about like video games mm-hmm. creation and stuff, I'm just like, man, that's what freaking this guy is so deep. He knows. He just he knows everything, you know. But um, so that's just kind of a real real short shout out, just because I thought it was a really cool thing. I'm gonna keep my eye on it to find out when it kind of actually does like appear. Yep. So I can hopefully like watch it. Hopefully it'll just be like a what's it called um, you like easy like YouTube video mm-hmm. to find kind of thing or something. Or even if they if they had something on the PlayStation that is a place to like watch it and yeah. stuff, I'll go probably in there and check it out. To like put it out for money, like you have to pay to watch it. I don't think so. I think they're I they, if anything they're putting this out just because it's an interesting story and mm-hmm. stuff. So I, I have a feeling it'll probably be available just to like stream or, or find and stuff. Which would be nice. Yeah, super nice. But what do you got for the Bropinia Report, Michael? Um, I got three stories, uh-huh. which are, they're kind of relatively short. They're kind of like the ones you had very interesting things to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is an update from a story I mentioned last week. Uh-huh. And that is the Troy Baker and Borderlands 3 thing that's going on. Yeah. yeah. So as you know before, um, talked about how Troy Baker said that he isn't playing reese in borderlands 3 mm-hmm. and like he wasn't asked or things like that and then randy pitchfort responded saying um from what he heard was that he turned it down he turned it down yeah from the audio director or whatever troy has responded i'm gonna read this is a very short article okay um responded by saying troy baker has said that he would love to come back to play reese in borderlands 3 and suggested that Gearbox software CEO Randy Pitchford should fact check his tweets. Oh, snap. Yeah. <laughs> Heck gonna, yeah, Troy Baker. You get him. Following on Pitchford's claims that Baker turned down the part of Reese in the upcoming game, Troy Baker has clarified his position in an interview with only SP. Quote, I said I would love to come back, he said. They, brackets, Gearbox software said I'm not coming back. Their timeline tells an interesting story, he adds, in reference to comments from Gearbox. 
Yeah. Quote, I think it's interesting that Randy Pitchford tweeted out that I turned it down. And then he said he heard that I turned it down. I would fact check before I tweeted out to the internet. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> this makes Baker's side of the argument pretty clear. He was not approached to reprise the role of Reese, but would still love to voice the actor. Mm-hmm. Will Randy Pitchford respond? But that's another thing. I thought it was really cool. Heck yeah, man. Another reason why Troy Baker's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I was, yeah, he's, he's super, like, out there yeah. in terms of, like social presence and stuff mm-hmm. in, the, in the media and whatnot but I, yeah. I i was looking every day to see like i was going to choice twitter <laughs> thing to see if he would respond to it yeah but i saw something oh this is good yeah this is this is very I good i kind of want randy to respond to not in like a snarky way but no so we yeah, can, like yeah. the full story of like what's actually going on yeah yeah because i mean there's there's got to be something going on i don't i don't and I don't want to. I don't want to say that that Randy is just outright lying. Yeah. Because hopefully it's not the case. Hopefully not. <laughs> if it is, this is bad PR for Real bad. Borderlands Three <laughs> to start off with. But yeah, yeah. I good was, good that we're getting updates on yeah, this. Yeah, I'll continue updating you if uh, I see more. <laughs> yeah. I knew. I knew we'd have to get updates on this because yeah. this kind of thing couldn't just be like quiet Over. for the rest of of time. You know. Mm-hmm. But okay. Um. On to my second story, which is also from my IGN. Um, by Colin Stevens. I thought this was really cool. Now, I'm sure you'll think it's cool too, but it's very sports-related also. Oh, yeah. The Carolina Panthers announced NFL season schedule with an epic video game homage, or homage, however you want to say it. So now let me give you context. Each season, an NFL team will release their schedule for the upcoming season. And either they'll post it on Twitter, or they'll post it on a website, or they'll make a video of it, or whatever. Yeah. This season, the Panthers uh, posted a video of all their games and different references to old video games. They have like a Mortal Kombat one, Hmm. they have a Pitfall one, they have, I think, a Road Rage one, but it all incorporates like old video games. Okay. So, like, um, let me give you an example. Kind of like when the season started, like what game was popular at the time or something? Week one will be this game. Week two is this game. Week three, just giving fans what their season's going to look like, who they're playing each week, and where they're going to be at. Okay. Wait, and, and so is this talking about, like, it's like when you said, like, uh, this week is Pitfall kind of thing. Is that talking about, like, what, what does Pitfall have to do they, with the week? Nothing. They're just they're just picking old video games as a way to show off which game they're playing or what that week against fan. They'll have, like, a Pitfall in the background, or they'll have Mortal Kombat in the background, but they'll have, like, a Panthers player as one of the players that they can choose and say they're playing the Bears that week, a Bears player they can choose. They're going against each other. Do you, okay. Is this I'm still you? very confused. Here, open, open, up, <laughs> open up the videos on IGN. Okay. It's like a well, I'm sorry, I won't be able to watch it. <laughs> no, yeah, we can watch it after, but okay. it's basically, as I can put it, they're showing old video games, mm-hmm. but just using that as a way to show who they're playing each week. Okay, and so... So basically, it's just like a backdrop kind of thing. Is that what this is? Is because it's not like the players are playing these games. No, no, no. It's it's right. Just like you're like you're playing the game or playing the game yourself, and they're just incorporating their team is playing this team this week. Next video, it's you're playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater for some reason. Yeah. Tony Hawk, you're picking Tony Hawk instead of it's it's Cam Newton, the quarterback of the Panthers, and you're on this level, which is in Chicago. They're playing the Bears this week. Do you? He, oh you, boy, I'm still very video, confused. When you okay. watch the video, you'll understand completely. Okay, so the, so the okay, so so it's it's 
I mean, so it's it's more of like a like fun little like advertisey kind of thing. Like obviously they're not advertising go buy Pitfall this week kind of thing. No, but, no, no. But it's like, oh, this is a video game. We're playing the Bears this week. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, they're just they're okay. they they they're using their season announcement schedule uh-huh. and they're just just randomly putting like creative. a video game in the back and stuff. Yeah, they're okay, making okay. it cool to people to watch. I'm like, oh, this is a cool video. I want to watch this now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was really cool because no NFL team has ever really done anything like this. Yeah. It's normally just like a Twitter thing. Like, oh, we're playing this schedule this day. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. And then it's just a text. Okay, so I thought okay. this was a cool way to approach it and stuff. Okay. Okay. I'll have to, yeah. I'll have to definitely yeah. like look when at you, it to see if I, if I understand when it you, more when you watch when it, you, it. You'll, you'll, you'll get it for sure. Okay. For sure. Okay. Gotcha. But yeah, if you're a sports fan, check it out. Cause it's really cool. Yeah. And what did they, did they give any context as to like why they're doing this this nope. way? Is anyone like video game fans on the team or something? I'm or? pretty sure there's video game fans on it, but they just thought it'd be cool to yeah, okay. announce it like this. Yeah, I'm not opposed to it either. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, interesting. My last story, mm-hmm. it's kind of a story. It's more so a rumor. Is from um, the Express mm-hmm. by Gary Jones and his Nintendo News. Great news for Zelda Breath of the Wild fans following Switch Lite update. I'll read a little bit of this so I don't mess it up. Uh-huh. Reports this week claim that new Zelda games could be announced soon for the Nintendo Switch. These wouldn't be direct sequels to Zelda Breath of the Wild, but would no doubt prove very popular with the fans. The, the Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker, first released on the GameCube, is reportedly getting another HD upgrade. Yes. Also with the Twilight Princess from the GameCube. Maybe yes. Maybe yes. Yeah. <laughs> I never play? played that game. Did you ever yeah. play that? But uh, it goes on to say there's not really any, like, solid proof or anything other than, like, reports they're getting from... Um, there was a dude on Twitter that said he was getting information from somebody. And okay, okay. they've been right before, so... Hmm. But would is you... It, is it Ninja? Not not Ninja no, no, the no, streamer, no. but, like... No. He's, like, it's... a ninja something in, <sighs> in the Nintendo news kind of space, I feel like, on Twitter. Oh, uh, what's his name? His name is... Psychomantis. Oh no, they don't say his name. They ah, just dang, say okay. Twitter guy protecting their sources. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I that would be really really cool. Heck I, yeah, man! I never I never beat Twilight Princess, hmm. and I never owned Wind Waker. I just brought really? my friends one. Oh okay okay. Yeah, and I never beat it. Gotcha. Yeah. But I think that's my second favorite Zelda game, Wind Waker. Yeah, I think I think that is also my second favorite. Is, no, your first favorite, I'm assuming, is Breath of is the Breath Wild. Of the Wild yeah. Okay, gotcha. Because gotcha. I never played Ocarina of Time or Majora's Mask, so I don't uh, okay. have those. Dang man, memories. Okay. Yeah, never owned an N64. Yeah. Well, I mean, you had a Wii, right? Yeah. Didn't didn't. Now we'll have to check to see if if <laughs> Ocarina of Time actually came to the Wii. I forget if it did. I don't either. I don't know. Either. It was either Wii or the Wii U. It's one of the two. I never owned a Wii U, so if it was the Wii yeah. U, that would suck. Yeah. But yeah, hey, man. The to a lot of people, the Wii U is just the Wii. You know, <laughs> true. I guess <laughs> that common misconception oh, that they're the same thing. God. You know? Anyway, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I thought this was really cool. Heck I hope yeah. these games could be really, really cool. Very, very doubtful. Yeah, that like come to Xbox. <laughs> not Xbox. But they, the next Nintendo Direct they do, mm. will announce these. They're coming out next month. That'd be pretty. That would cool. be really cool. But I think we, I feel like we're getting the the. Um, revamped version of uh, Link's Awakening first. 
I feel. Oh, yeah. I mean, wait, did they give a date for that? I don't Did they just say, like, summer or something? I don't even know if they even gave a broad date Mm. like that either. Yeah, after, here, you, you keep, you keep checking that. Talk to the people. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta write it down. Okay. Yeah, Nathan is checking right now. But, I remember they showed the video, but I don't remember a release date. It might, the more I think about it, I think, I think they said, like, fall sometime not i oh yeah it's planned to release in 2019 at least this is what wikipedia says (laughs) okay yeah okay i wonder maybe i'm trying to think did they even give a date like i don't think they give like a specific date at all i think where is this thing oh there okay yeah they said 2019 2019 okay Gotcha. So maybe we will be getting the mm. maker and princess. That'd be awesome. Mm. That'd be really cool. That'd be super cool, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, if only though. Okay, man, let's just let's just hope, hope you know. Let's, hope. let's just keep on with our high hopes. With our high hopes. <laughs> but yeah, I have a good question for you though. Oh, I love good questions. If I wanted to uh, play the PlayStation, obviously, because we love PlayStation. Of course. But I wanted to know if there are any Zelda light games coming to the playstation oh and what where would i go to find that or what website i mean you would probably if you're listening to us right now you'd probably wait for the entire list of upcoming games on the playstation network as listed by justin massingale except let me see that is still correct this week right yep it is good um brought to you by the bros and consoles co-hosts each and every weekend and it's you would be disappointed, unfortunately, this week because there's no Zelda light games. No, at there least cool at games, least though. on the PlayStation. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a there's a small list this week. Not not too bad. It'll, it means we go through it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Um, looks like we have to start off with a game called A Chair in a Room: Colon Greenwater. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yep, <laughs> coming to PSVR on Tuesday. Um, this eerie and atmospheric thriller immerses you in your own horror story. It's weird because it's underlined and it's got like a hyperlink thing, which I guess they must have had us. Yeah, because they had a story for it on uh. PS Blog elsewhere. Um, using a number of locations, flashbacks, and memories that are often jarring and disorienting, you will solve clues and puzzles. Wait, what? Clues oh, boy. And puzzles. It's clues and puzzles to piece together your past. Unlock your memories and reveal why you have awoken in the sinister Greenwater Institute. Great. Yep. That is great. That's my, my kind of game. Man, these sentences. Come on, guys. Come on, guys. <laughs> Somebody proofread these things before they get put up. <laughs> um, next, we got Day D, colon, through time, coming on the 24th. So what is that? That's a Wednesday release? Is that right? Yeah, Wednesday. These weird Wednesday releases. Um, Brian is a gifted and eccentric scientist who has created a time machine and traveled into the past, but his former friend, Dr. Terrible, is already here. He created a time machine before, Brian. Can you stop Dr. Terrible? This adventure is full of mysteries, adventure, and of course, journeys through time. Man, this adventure is full of mysteries, adventure. Man, come on, guys. Come on. And, like, and poor Mr. Dr. Terrible, all he did was just make a time machine before Brian. Yeah. They didn't really say what he's doing in the past, yeah. but I guess you'll find out. I thought his hand was blended into the machine. Oh, no. He's just got, like, a weird skeleton hand. Yeah. Unless it's a metallic hand? It could be a metallic hand, too. I don't know. That might 
be i'm not sure what's going on in that game yeah. um this next one's an actual like good looking thing though yes um days gone oh, coming out yeah. on friday the 26th exciting very exciting um days gone is an open world action adventure game set in a harsh wilderness two years after a devastating global pandemic play as deacon st john i didn't know he had his last name was st john mm-hmm. um a drifter and bounty hunter who rides the broken road fighting to survive while searching for a reason to live oh I yeah like it. i like it get on your bikes and ride <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like queen right there God. <laughs> i hope that song plays in the game now. oh i really hope it does <laughs> That's like the opening song. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Witwer, he's a great actor, too. Mm-hmm. He's the main guy, if you didn't know. Yeah, yeah. I think, wait, was that another thing? I think that was another... I'll have to look at this again. I think I think you said Sam Witwer for um, Star Wars Force Unleashed last week. Yeah. I don't think that was him. If no, I it heard, is him. Is it him? Yep. Okay, okay. Because I heard someone him. saying talking about force unleashed recently and they were saying it was someone else nope Sam okay Whitworth. it is him okay good, good. for sure, sure. okay it's um, this character model so you can see he has that defined cheekbones and stuff okay okay i'll make sense then um next up we got jupiter and mars coming to ps4 and vr oh. on the 22nd which oh it's one of those weird monday releases um did jupiter- we just watch the trailer of this um, yeah, and it was it was coming out pretty pretty soon. It okay. was it was in the state of play. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it was it was coming out soon after the state of play thing. Um, Jupiter and Mars is an underwater adventure set in a future Earth. Sea levels have risen from melting ice caps and climate change. As a result, the coastal cities are all but completely submerged. Since man's disappearance, the oceans have begun to reclaim themselves. Mm-hmm. Will Jupiter and Mars succeed in bringing life back to the ocean? Yeah. And for people who didn't see the trailer, <laughs> Jupiter and Mars are a couple of crazy dolphins with ty- tribal tattoos, you know? Yeah. Glowing tribal tattoos. <laughs> it looks cool. Yeah. I don't know what's going on in this <laughs> game, but all right. Let's go check out post-apocalyptic melting ice caps climate change earth, you know? Oh, wow. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. <laughs> and another big game this week, Mortal Kombat 11. M- oh, that's weird. I don't like that they just put MK. MK <laughs> is back and better than ever in the next evolution of the iconic franchise. The all-new custom character variations give unprecedented control of your fighters, and the new graphics engine showcases every eye-popping moment. Oh, literally. Oh, jeez. Mortal Kombat's best-in-class cinematic story mode continues the epic saga over 25 years in the making. I know it's been out for 25 years now. Either. Jeez. I guess 11. That's actually pretty impressive because if it's 25 years and it's number 11, that's like a game every like, what, like two-ish years, basically? That's it should be. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's all I got to say about that. Yeah. It'll, it'll be fun. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it eventually once it's on yeah. sale. <laughs> I was like, you're, you're excited, but not that excited yeah. to buy it right away. <laughs> yeah. I played 10. 10 was fun for... Mm. For 10. For 10, yeah. <laughs> I, I How much did f- you play of 10? I beat the story. Oh, okay, you did. Okay. Yeah. And then that was it. <laughs> now, was it like, because um, I, I never played 10. I know it's like sitting on my Xbox One right now. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a story like, um, did you ever play Injustice? Gods Among Us? I know of it. Oh, okay, I know the story is really, really good. Okay. Cause, so, wait, for sorry, for Injustice? Yes. Or, okay, Injustice. gotcha. So I was going to ask if it's similar to that where it's like you are 
not just playing as one character and you're playing through a story yes and, okay it is like it's that. like that yeah okay cool. you're playing through a story and things happen gotcha okay because i know in that I, I kind of i appreciated that because then you don't have to play the story mode with like freaking like 20 something yeah. characters <laughs> but they kind of like pepper in all the characters over time mm-hmm. so okay that's pretty cool yeah. I like that um and the last one this week is a name i don't really know how to pronounce zeroptian invasion is going to be my best shot at it oh boy z-e-o sorry z-e-r-o-p-t-i-a-n zeroptian can i please have it in a sentence the zeroptians are invading that's the sentence (laughs) (laughs) man worst worst spelling word ever in a spelling contest oh god um spelling b i guess that's what they call them yeah um coming to ps4 and vita it's a cross by hmm now i'm curious if this is like a i don't think this is a rata like a games production kind of thing you continue reading i'll check you, you check yeah um taking inspiration from old school arcade shooters from the past and adding in some modern touches zeroptian invasions i'm getting the head shake from michael um, <laughs> is this decade's answer to the arcade shooters of yesteryear with increasingly difficult gameplay stunning pixel art and a chiptune soundtrack chiptunes yeah you've heard of chiptunes right it's like the old style um music on like way old consoles like the famicom and, oh is that what it's called yeah they call it chiptune oh okay yeah um mega ran does oh, chiptune tracks okay. and stuff Megaran's awesome yeah he's super cool never met the guy but i hope to eventually it, it erupting invasion looks literally like a knockoff of like galaga <laughs> literally <laughs> that's i was kind of getting that vibe but i didn't have any proof so yeah we'll just hope all right hope it's not a crazy bad knockoff and it's hope it's got a creative. crazy fun <laughs> platinum with two separate trophy lists you know let's just hope let's hope man let's hope um but that is it for the psn drop this week and if i was like man yeah this is a crazy short list i don't want to listen to some crazy short list i want to listen to some crazy cool lists from the nintendo switch store where would i go for that michael you would go to the weekly nintendo switch picks yeah i have mine you might hear that deep breathing that was not me that was a dog (laughs) Um, I have four games. Oh, okay. Um, my first one, I think, <laughs> minus the breathing again, is I think really, really cool, and I'm super into it. Mm. It's coming out on the 24th, okay. price point of twenty four ninety nine, called Steam World Quest. Oh, yeah. And of Gilgamesh. Gil- Gilgamesh? Gilgamesh. There you go. Yeah, Thank you. Gilgamesh. Like uh, Gilgamesh? Yeah. Think, right? Yeah. But I, it's in the Steam World world mm. yeah, obviously yeah. and i played steamworld dig 2 fantastic fantastic oh, yeah, yeah. game but i'll read a description of this one triumph over evil with the hand you're dealt steamworld quest is a role-playing card game that's so cool yeah uh you've been waiting for lead a party of aspiring heroes through a beautifully hand-drawn world awesome and intense battles using only your wits and handful of cards take on whatever threats come your way by creating your own deck, choosing from over 100 unique punch cards. Mm. Now, I watched the video of it. Yeah. yeah. The music fantastic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Violin and everything. Yeah, the it, guys who make the SteamWorld games know what they're doing mm-hmm. with music and all the sounds and everything. It reminds me of a mix of, um, what's that one game? Battle Chasers oh, and, like, yeah. Gwent. Oh, and Gwent, wow. Yeah. This is the only card game that came to my head. Yeah, no, yeah, it's okay. <laughs> but... It looks super, super cool. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, probably going to buy it when it comes out. 
Dang, man. I'm really into it. <laughs> Mortal Kombat 11. Forget sad. you, man. <laughs> Forget Days Gone. Oh, never mind. I can't forget Days Gone. Uh, you gonna get Days Gone when it comes out? Maybe. I'm maybe. Still thinking Ooh, about it. Okay. Okay. Um, next game coming uh-huh. out the 25th uh-huh. at a price point. Oh, I didn't realize it was this expensive. 49.99 uh-huh. is. I'm gonna say this wrong. Citus. I don't know. Is oh Alpha. Is that is that the Alpha? That's symbol? the Alpha sign. Okay. Oh. This is a is a uh, music game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like rhythm kind of stuff. Yeah. So basically, it's like any other rhythm game. It has over 200 songs and a memorable rhythm music experience. You can now you can either use the touch screen on your Switch or oh, the okay. controller. Oh, okay, okay. And it looks like you're playing through a story too. Citus Alpha is a is also driven by its story. You advance through chapters to unlock more songs, but also memories of the operator, learning more of the narrative as you play. The title also includes songs made for Chapter Omega, as well as a fully revamped user interface. Hmm. Oh, so it looks like it's a... It does look like, uh, let's see, I think it says in here... A global... Uh, it's the definitive edition of Rayarch's global hit, so... Oh, sorry, sorry. Rayarchs also have done Voez, Vaz, and De- I know what Demo yeah, is, the last recital Demo. and stuff. But yeah, but yeah okay. this looks cool. I'm always a fan of rhythm games. Yeah, and I and real quick shout out, the very last photo they have on the store um, shows that, I guess, your characters, the, the Miis are oh, in here, yeah. which I'm <laughs> yeah. a fan of. Yeah, that's really cool. Because <laughs> you never get to see the Miis anywhere else. Nope. That one, the one on the right, kind of looks exactly like the character I have on. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> That's weird. Okay, yeah. um, my next game. Uh-huh. Now I don't know where I saw this. It might have been the kind of funny showcase. Okay. Or something. Is it Death Coming? Yes. Ah. Was it? Was it? The kind yeah, of I think funny? that was. Um, I think they did a party mode. Oh yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Death Coming is a non-linear puzzle game where you take on the role of the Reaper. Your sole objective, cause deaths and harvest souls while abiding by the free will clause. Nice. So I'm not normally a huge fan of puzzle games. Yeah, but this is a cool-looking puzzle game kind of thing. Cool-looking puzzle. And the premise is, not to say I like killing people. (laughs) The premise is great. I love (laughs) You're the reaper. It's your job. It's your job. It looks really cool. Like the different worlds and stuff you can play as and play in Mm -hmm. and stuff. But yeah, did I say the price point? Um, I don't think so. Coming out on the 25th. Oh, nice. 699. Yeah, that's pretty good. Not bad at all. I think that's what it was on the PS4 too. Oh, so really? Yeah, good stuff. All right. No platinum though. That's <sighs> very what sad. A shame. Such a shame. My last game. Mm. Now you know how I said I wanted a Zelda knockoff. Oh, okay, you got, knockoff got, yeah, I know what you're talking this about. This one's coming out on the 26th yep, at yep. a price point of 999. I'm going to say this wrong probably too. Shalnor Legends. Yep sacred lands yeah there you go okay i'm gonna description that's how i would say it too okay. Shalnor. <laughs> a young girl has traveled to the sacred lands within the realm she will face many challenges fight dangerous monsters and solve mysterious puzzles many have come to this land before all in hopes of finishing the sacred trial but none have succeeded will she fail like the others or will she ever come overcome the odds and return home but yeah not much to say here it looks like a Zelda game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got it's got like some puzzle elements, some like fighting enemies and stuff. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's got a cool like um, what's it called some kind of like a uh, arrow mechanic where yeah. you have like different types of arrows and it uses that magic based on the type you're using and stuff. 
<laughs> I like one of the, desc- the descriptions. Ardo has nine large level zones. Talk to the inhabitants. Upgrade your gear. Make potions and elixirs. The last thing it says, there are many enemies, puzzles, and traps. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> great way to sell the game, guys. <laughs> but yeah, check that game out. It comes out on the 26th. Nice, nice. Now, there was so many good games this week, I was worried we were going to have a lot of overlap. We didn't? Yeah, we only had one, which Yay. is the Steam World. So, good stuff. Um, I have one, two, three, four. Four to add to your four. Nice. Um, the first one... Let's see. I'm gonna I'm gonna start. Oh, I'm gonna start with the ones I am less excited about. Okay. So I'll start with um, Box Boy and Box Girl oh, yeah. coming out on the 26th. Now I know we we talked about that previously on some episode, and I thought it looked like a really cool puzzle game, like really interesting mechanics and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm glad to see that it's it's coming out on the 26th because that's much sooner than. I, it's, I guess he pr- they probably said the date previously, and I just forgot about it. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's coming out now. I can play this. So that looks like a fun puzzle game. Um, the other one is one that I have on the Vita. Um, not by the exact same name, but it looks like the exact same game. You know what I'm saying? That's a, that's yeah. a little rhyme for you there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so it is called, it's, it's by Idea Factory. Right. Okay. And they do a lot of games like this, right? They got a lot of ideas over there. Um, it's called Moedo Chronicle Hyper. And okay. this is coming out on the 26th. Oh, price gonna, point of nineteen ninety nine. I was going to pick this game, but I didn't. Yeah. This is... Um, oh, wow. Now that I think about it, that's a great price point. So this is... I'll, let me tell you a little tale, right? Um, hey. This is a game that I got on the Vita... And a game that wasn't available in the U.S., right? Wasn't available for sale in the U.S. because of how, like, crazy and scandalous it is. Uh, I'll, I'll get into it. Michael's, Michael's grimacing at things over here. I oh, you Googled it, up. didn't you? No, no, no. I, I'm on the stores page, but I went to the arrow across all the pictures. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the first one that came on was like, I'm like oh, <laughs> yep. okay, this, there's something going on here. A lot here. of things going on here. But, um... This this particular game um, wasn't available in the U.S. and I was like, but I want to play it. It seems it seems funny and interesting, so I imported it, which was very expensive. <laughs> oh, I can imagine. I think I paid something like seventy something dollars for it. Why? Yeah, this is this is this is the depth I will go for games I want to play. My <laughs> apparently. So yeah. I think I imported it. Not even because you could even get it on something like Amazon and stuff, right? Wow. I imported it. I think via. What is that um, site? I think it's called Play Asia. Play. Okay, it's like it's ba- it. yeah. It's a it, they do a whole lot of things for like collectibles and imported games and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, so this this game has been out for a while. Apparently now it's coming to the Switch, which is a super surprise. That's really shocking. Yeah. Very shocking. But um, basically in the game, you are a male character who has a hard time talking to females, just in general. Um, except for with the the exception of your childhood friend, okay. so you can talk to her fine, and you don't really know why. You're not in love with her, poor childhood well, friend. Well, actually, I don't know. I think I think eventually, as it goes on, you might be able to. Okay. So there, there is there is romance stuff inside here, um, but alongside that though, there's a whole bunch of like scandalous kind of things. Like you come a, basically, you come across um, characters in the world, and basically, all these girls you come across are um, quote unquote monster girls. Right, so you're a regular human, and all these like other people you interact with are like monster girls kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but basically it's like it's a dungeon crawler kind of thing first person dungeon crawler kind of game um, as you go through you will encounter these girl monsters and you have to do battle with them and um, eventually the battles end up devolving to like I need to attack like specific points on this girl and those specific points end up being pieces of clothing yes and when you destroy those things it eventually gets you to this like super um super like uh touch mode kind of thing where you have to quickly find like sensitive areas and it's not always the sensitive areas people are thinking are going to be the sensitive areas um, sometimes it's like something like weird like the elbow yeah um but you have to find those areas because once you like complete this thing you um quote unquote like capture the girl so or the the monster girl so you're slowly adding this collection of like people on your <laughs> team so over wrong. time it's so strange <laughs> but it's it's hilarious and it's kind of fun to play um but yeah so you're slowly just building your your team of monster girls and you can i think have uh, I believe it's like four or five on your team at one time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much the game. You just go through dungeons. You're trying to figure out what's going on because um, the monster girls around the world are suddenly becoming hostile towards humans and nobody knows why. So you're trying to figure that out and go and save the universe, you know? Sounds like a game I might check out, honestly. <laughs> hey, man, it's a much cheaper price point than freaking 70-something dollars. That's true. This is this is actually great news for people who never got to play it because they're like, man, I'm not crazy. I don't want to import this game. <laughs> so now you can, people. Um, next one that I got on here um, is one called Lost King's Lullaby. So okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open that up and read a little bit because it sounds pretty interesting. So it's a roguelike game with RPG elements. It says, We will venture forth with Kiara in a Celtic adventure, exploring different maze-like procedurally generated worlds. We will face enemies in frenetic battles where we will have to make use of our reflexes and choose different abilities to beat the menacing creatures. Lift the curse upon the kingdom of Bamba and and find out why you are the only one not frozen in time. So, cool. yeah, it looks pretty cool. Like, look, I watched the the video and stuff. It looks like the battle system reminds me of, um, and I never played, um, shoot, uh, what's that game? Uh, I think under Undertale. Something. Undertale. Yeah, I never played Undertale. Undertale. I was like, I was like, Undercove something. <laughs> but yeah, I never played Undertale. But I've seen the battle system in there and how it like changes and for each creature you fight against or mm-hmm. each enemy. This looks very similar. Where it's got like a box and now actually it's in color and stuff. Um, but there's different things you have to like avoid or different objectives for the specific fight that you're on. Right. And then by completing those objectives, that's how you actually get strikes in to fight the creatures. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, this looks pretty interesting. Only nine ninety nine. It's not bad. And, and it's got really cool looking art. It's like it a does. very, very nice the art The first style. picture, yeah. the monster on the right. Oh, the, yeah, the weird lion thing or something. Not the lion thing. Uh, not the oh, first. yeah, the gross <laughs> slime thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very disturbing, but it looks cool, though. It, looks it does very look really cool. cool. And it's cool that I, you don't see any games or anything that's really um, focusing on Celtic. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty rare kind of thing. We get a lot, like, nowadays, we've gotten a lot of, like, um, Norse lore games, mm-hmm. but, yeah, very few, like, Celtic lore kind of things. So, very cool there. The game. And, yeah, the last one I've got, I think. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Last one I've got is um, one called... Agalos. 
Aguilar. And I don't know exactly if that's how you say it, so I apologize, guys. Um, A-G-G-E-L-O-S by... Oh, P-Cube. I think it's published by P-Cube. Speak, speak of the devils. P-Cube. P-Cube. Um, but this game looks super legit. So it's basically um, retro style, um, 16-bit kind of art. Okay. But the kind of like speed of like newer modern games in terms of like um, 2D platformer action adventure kind of games. Um, let me just read a little bit. Um, Agalos is the perfect combination of retro style and modern day game design. Step through time and discover a mesmerizing new action RPG that looks like it was plucked straight out of the 16-bit era, but plays like a modern-day Marvel. Inspired by a, a linear, sorry, by non-linear Japanese retro adventures, Agalos hurls players into the middle of a colossal struggle for survival as beings from another dimension threaten to invade the peaceful kingdom of Lumen. Much better name than whatever that was it, Panda or something. <laughs> Banga? Oh, the Banga, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Bursting with secrets and side quests and boasting slick melee combat that any 2D action game would envy, Agalos is the perfect combination of retro style and modern day game design. They said that a bunch of times, but I believe them. I do too. I've I've seen the trailer on this, and the. it's got like really fluid looking movement like you connect together like um jumps and attacks you have like downward swings with your sword kind of like the shovel knight pogo mm. kind of thing I use that all the time. yeah so it's like they got stuff like that but then you also have these crazy like forward dashes so you can chain all these things together to do like crazy movements through stages mm-hmm. plus like the i've i've also seen a few areas where he's fighting like boss like creatures and he's like wearing it looks like you change out your armor possibly oh. and that it's almost kind of like a semi mega man e looking kind of thing yeah where your armor changes color from the looks of the game and you are now using different abilities so i've seen him like swinging his sword and he's like hurling fireballs at this oh, thing because snap. it's like flying above lava and he can't stay like over there so it looks super cool only 14.99 coming out on the 25th so That's very very excited i i just bought a couple things on the Switch <laughs> for Katana, Katana Zero and then another thing that was on sale. Um, I think Mercenaries Saga Chronicle. It's like oh, okay. a three-game series kind of thing. Um, but I might have to just buy this one too. Buy this one too <laughs> when it comes out next week, man. I don't know. Oh, man. It looks super cool, though. It I'm does. very excited. But, Nathan. Yeah. I have a joke for you. Oh, man. I love jokes. How do you keep warm in a cold room? Um with with indie games <laughs> <laughs> that'd be weird no you go to the corner because it's always 90 degrees oh now geez. is your corner always 90 degrees Nathan? oh my god <laughs> that's pretty good you did you look up a, a joke I for our Google, corner? what's corner jokes and that popped up i was like yes oh my gosh that's that's oh geez i don't even know what to say to that but i will jump straight into segment four where we have the NIC and a new, um, it's not, not super new, um, interesting indie game. Um, so this one is called The Sinking City, and it's by Big Ben. It's a studio. That's, yeah. <laughs> not I was, the one I was, I was tempted to say Big Ben Studio, but I think it's just called, it's a studio called Big Ben. Okay. All one word. Um, so this is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Um, originally it was supposed to come out on the 21st of March, Mm -hmm. got delayed to its new date, which is June 27th. And 
they talked about they delayed it because there was too many big games coming around that time. Right. So they're like, okay, we're going to push this to like how we've kind of talked about in previous episodes, like the summer months when not a lot of things are coming out. It's open open season for these like good games to have their like time to shine, you know. Right. So the Sinking City looks like a like a crazy psychological thriller adventure kind of thing. Um, the thing that sold me on this was I believe um, it's like most recent trailer. It's like a long few minutes long trailer kind of thing. Um, but just kind of watching the whole thing and like the interesting story arc that they're kind of telling within this trailer by itself. I was just like, I'm I'm on board. Oh, yeah. I didn't know anything about this game previously, and I'm on board now. Um, I haven't actually looked up. Um, I don't even know if they really have like gameplay trailers up. They might, right? They they have one. It looks like. Okay, okay. I haven't I haven't looked up that stuff, but I've just been kind of watching the trailers for this thing. Um, it looks like it's set in basically like a um, uh, Lovecraftian kind of universe. It's got. It looks like it's got like Cthulhu mythos inside here, yeah. and that takes heavy like center presence within the game itself but yes yeah, whole lot of crazy trippy things going on in these trailers so if you guys have time go check out trailers for the sinking city um specifically the one where i believe in the beginning he wakes up near let's see the character main character wakes up um on the docks that's the trailer that really like i'm like you got me. Sets it i'm off, sold right so if you find that trailer, just watch the whole thing because I was watching it and I was just like audibly afterwards. I was like, "Oh my this god, is <laughs> this game looks creepy." It looks super creepy, but super interesting. Oh my god! Like I have, I was it. I, I have very few like um, right. Well, no, actually, I shouldn't say that. I do have a lot of books actually. Um, but one of the the things I got recently, uh, I think within the past year or so, was um. They have these like collections of different like different types of collections at like Costco, mm-hmm. and so one of them that I got was a collection of um, H.P. Lovecraft stories. So I was getting real into like reading all that stuff, and I'm like, man, anything that has to do with Lovecraft in video games, I'm super excited about because mm-hmm. these things are always real like creepy and just like unsettling. Right. It. I'm. I'm watching the gameplay trailer of it. Yeah. It yeah. looks really really good. Ooh. <laughs> Near the end of the trailer, I thought it was funny. Yeah, they have a poster on the wall. It says "New Best Sale, New Best Seller, Sherlock Holmes: The Mystery of the Creepy Watson." And it has <laughs> Sherlock Holmes, his half face, he's like sweating. Yeah, and they see Watson in the background, just like standing behind him. <laughs> like, oh my god! <laughs> oh my gosh! Wait, I'm trying to remember because I don't, I don't remember if I'm gonna, I might be getting this wrong. I want to say I think that this. Um, studio has also done a Sherlock Holmes game. That's why before. Oh, really? I think that I might have to go and crack this later, but I want to say it was like, um, was it? Uh, I think it was the PS4 game. It was like Sherlock Holmes and the and the what was it Devil's Daughter or something like that. Or I'll have to I'll have to look it up and get back to you guys next week. But there is there is a Sherlock Holmes game that I think is related to this this particular studio that might that might be why they're referencing sherlock holmes in there in general it it just does look i'm pretty sure i'm gonna get this game too it looks real good oh heck yeah man (laughs) like this this kind of thing i'm just like heck yeah man sign me up for all this Mm -hmm. crazy nonsense that's what i love in my video games crazy (laughs) Crazy nonsense nonsense. (laughs) (laughs) and you know we all know that you're sonic's biggest fan michael oh of course so why don't we go straight into segment five and see what what the blue the blue man is doing. <laughs> this is a Sonic Super Fast Minute. 
and continuing where we left off on the Sonic Bible. Now, this is a, a little bit of a longer of a chapter. It's two pages. Okay. But it shouldn't be... It'll go by like that, just like Sonic. Oh, yeah. Okay. Here we go. <clears throat> All things natural. Wait. Actually, wait. I'm like, wait, are you on the right page? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, just wait, sir. All things natural. All creatures left untouched and uncontrolled by humans. This summed up Kintabor's concept of beautiful of the beautiful and the sublime. And as an extension of his passionate philosophy, besides working to save the planet, Kintabor had another goal. To rescue any poisoned or struggling animals he managed to find in the course of his ex- excavations. Dozens of bunnies, squirrels, ducks, and even baby pid- piglets were among the regular group of guests residing in the lab. All were welcome to spend time gaining strength, resting, and e- eating Kintabor's excellent cooking. When fully recovered, they were encouraged to return to the wild. During this particularly severe winter, the animals were only too happy were, wait, were only too happy to remain in the lab until spring. In fact, that was very good news for Sunny. Day after day, he delighted in making friends and playing games with the other animals, and even teaching several to read and write. Because that's oh, the thing. Yeah. When Kintabor noticed Sonic's... Sunny. Oh, boy. My bad. Sonny's <laughs> academic skills, a light flashed on above his head. Quote, Sonny, he said, vacation's over. A mind is a terrible thing to waste. Henceforth and forthwith... Mm-hmm. I'm making you my assistant. That is, if you accept, of course, he added. Sonny was thrilled at the prospect because although Sonny had never known his father, Kentabor reminded him of the kind face in the photograph. The days flew by with Sonny, flew by with Sonny by Dr. K's side almost consistently. Sonny learned computer science from building small portable computers to bro- programming the mainframe. Oh, <laughs> he learned about physics the old laws as well as the few of the new theories set forth by Dr. K. His curiosity was boundless and led him to every part of Kintabor's lab as he documented the results of each experiment. As the lab was vast, Sonny soon took to running at top speeds to perform all his duties. How odd, he thought, to find himself gradually replacing dreams of Olympic glory <laughs> with a dedication to science and helping the other animals. Oh my gosh. What a good person. Still, he knew he'd never be a nerd like Dr. K. So (laughs) partly for relaxation and partly for Dr. K's amusement, he logged in several hours a day on the supersonic treadmill that Kintabor had built for him. Slowly, Sonny built his speed to 200, 400, then 761 miles per hour. Oddly specific. (laughs) The speed speed of sound. Oh, okay. (laughs) Then impossibly, he crossed all known limits of acceleration and began running at the speed of light. Alarmed. All right, all right. <laughs> Alarmed, Kintabor tried to slow the treadmill. Although he managed to gain control of the machine and bring his friend's velocity down slowly, a change had come over Sonny. Instead of his unexceptionable grayish-brown color, most of his body had turned cobalt blue. What? And his quill stood straight back as a stiff mohawk. <gasps> My oh word, my. exclaimed Kintabor, who struggled to comprehend what just happened. I think you've gone blue from the advanced non-concussive cobalt effect, he said, oh, helping Sonny off from the treadmill. 186,000 miles per second. You're so fast we should call you Sonic. Supersonic, even. Oh, How do you like that, he cried, dancing around the lab like a demented pixie. Wow. <laughs> 
Yeah, I like that answer, Sonny. From now on, my name is Sonic. Now watch how fast I can help you get back, get your work done. End of chapter. Oh my gosh. It's all coming into focus. I don't know It's about all that. coming into focus. <laughs> oh man, like I, I like struggle to comprehend what the creators of Sonic were even trying to do with all this. Like, oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Like what, what? Who, who in their right mind is just like, okay, guys, we need to, like, I have this idea for, like, a blue hedgehog mm. who runs real fast, right? <laughs> and I know I want to name him Sonic. I know we want to, like, make him run fast and do lots of things real fast, right? He's got he's to be real on fast. par with Mario. Yes. He's got to be real fast. Um, but... But it doesn't make sense to just, to, you know, just just birth Sonic into the universe as it is. We need to create this whole backstory as to like why he turned blue and why he can run fast. The advanced non-concussive cobalt effect. Oh man. my gosh! <laughs> it's like why? Like I don't. Ah man. I I don't think this is this is canon for the comic books. Is the it comic, really? That's what they based it on originally. Yes. Wait. So like this was actually in the comics. This was this this. I think so. Or this was like a backstory that backstory wasn't in the comics. Backstory for the comics, yes. Because okay. you go on Google, you type in Sonic Bible comics, and there's comics for it. Oh, jeez. It's the backstory for the comics. Oh, my god! But not for the video games or anything. Yeah. Or the TV shows. I was going to say, the only things that matter is not for those yeah. things. <laughs> what <laughs> the heck? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. There's only like, I think, four, five more pages. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was going to say, I think last oh, time yeah, you... Four. Yeah, last time I think you said it was like six, and then... Sorry, not last time, but two weeks ago. But Okay, okay. I'm getting to the conclusion then. Oh, man. Another revelation will be oh, popped man. into existence. I mean, I don't know. About that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to just go through my head, and I'm like, all right, he's 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 got he's got like lab animals. He's probably got lab animals that wanted to leave, and he didn't let them leave. And now they're working as his robots or something, oh, and, and Sonic oh, discovers see. it. And I'm just like, all right, what what are we what are we actually working towards it's, here? <laughs> it's, it's better. Don't oh, worry. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been episode 21 of the Bros and Consoles podcast. Um, thank you guys for listening all the way through our shenanigans. Mm. And shenanigans. <laughs> we, we enjoy doing the shenanigans. We you know? do. Um, but we will be back again next week for episode 22. Um, until then, if you guys have any questions, comments, or feedback, feel free to email us at brosandconsoles at gmail.com. Um, I can be found on Twitter at lightninghatnh. You can find Michael on Instagram at the actual Magic Mike, and we will see you guys again and gals next week. Peace. Peace out.